You're listening to Queer Travel Chat by Too Bad Tourists. Hey everyone, welcome back to Queer Travel Chat. I am your host, the most, uh, with the most jet lag actually, because I literally just got off of a plane today, this morning, from Puerto Vallarta. So today I am joined, as I am every week, uh, with David. I'm here with lots of energy because I did not go with you to Puerto Vallarta, yeah. and I'm well rested And today. my sleep schedule's way off. <laughs> and we are lucky enough to have one of our good friends, Jet, here on the line as a guest speaker to talk about Puerto Vallarta, how LGBT-friendly the destination is. We'll talk a little bit about some of the businesses he runs there. Um, so we'll get his perspective in a, in a few minutes. Okay, but before we get to Jet, um, I have a fun fact uh, about Puerto Vallarta for you. All right, share your facts. Let's have Did it. you know that according to a recent study done by the organization known as Pride Vallarta, um, 34% of tourists that go to Puerto Vallarta belong to the LGBT community? Wow, that's, that's, that's a huge percentage. Right? Yeah. Quite a lot. I want to say that I feel firm and confident in this, but I tried to like Google <laughs> where to actually find the study and not just articles about it. And then I got kind of lazy because I'm also watching The Witcher and there's a lot of good stories. <laughs> on, so, you know, but it sounded good. And I found two articles about it. So I was like, that's good enough. But 34%, that's big. Yeah. And you know what? If you just walk the, the streets of Puerto Vallarta, specifically in the, the old town, like the, the romantic zone, um, I mean, you see it. There's, there's just gays everywhere. And it's just, it's a really welcoming and friendly environment. And I've been there. This is like my, my third trip. Um, I think we, we both went, uh, when we were on a gay cruise for Atlantis, like years ago, like eight or 10 years ago. So you were there for a day. We oh had like a day stop. Then I was there. Then I went in 2019 with a group of friends. I of course saw Jet there. And then I just got back uh, this weekend. Okay, so I want to ask you all about uh, your trip. But before we do that, just want to remind uh, our listeners that if you uh, like our show, that you can subscribe to it on Colin and give the episode a like with a heart icon once it's published. You can also follow us on all the social medias. We are always at Two Bad Tourists. And also feel free to leave a comment on the episodes or uh, on any of our social media channels about what you want to hear more of from the episode. We'd be happy to do more. And just a reminder, if you haven't been listening uh, so far to Queer Travel Chat, we host three trips uh, this year in 2022 to Spain, Greece, and Croatia, and that's in May, June, and August. So if you're interested in joining on uh, joining us on one of our trips, we'll be your hosts. Uh, the first trip is Barcelona and Suches. The second trips are gay sailing trips to Greece and Croatia. So we would love to have you join they us. They are so fun. They're awesome. They're some of our favorite uh, vacations uh, each summer. So just visit our website, twobadtourists.com, to learn learn more about the trip. So let's get into it. Let's talk so about Puerto Vallarta. speaking of trips and what we've got going on this year, you just came back literally this morning. Literally this morning. <laughs> what time did you land? So I landed in Madrid at 8.45 at a.m. And ironically, which is really funny, my flight from New York to Madrid, by coincidence, I was on the same flight, didn't even know it was our friend Stevie, who was a guest on our podcast like three weeks ago. On that the is travel an episode. insanely small gay travel world. Yeah, she, she texted me. She was on episode two or three, right? Yeah, and so I was literally waiting to board the plane, and she sends me a text. She says, are you in the New York airport? I'm like... <laughs> What 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 a coincidence that you would be in the airport at the same time, and then she says I'm, she's on my flight. I'm like, wait, what? You're coming to Madrid, so and we actually talked about her trip when we did the episode. Um, did you talk to her on the plane at all, or did you see her? 
Uh, I did. She was a few rows back, but we we chatted quickly, and then this morning going through passport control. But um, that well, it was yeah, very funny. That's fantastic. Um, so tell tell us about your trip. How many times did you say you've been to Puerto Vallarta? You've been there three times. So this is my third time. I was there for four nights, and of course, Jet, who's on the line here, um, we met up a couple times, and we just I just had a a, a great time, and I was just really just kind of enjoying the weather. Why did you go to Puerto Vallarta? I went to Puerto Vallarta, uh, well, basically I had a bunch of um, miles on Delta that, that you can basically spend and get like free vacations. So I went and I was like, what the heck? Am but I you gonna... also did that because gonna... you wanted to maintain the yeah. like, level of status. Yeah, so have, I'm like right? the highest level of status, which is Diamond. And so you have to take enough trips to like qualify. Um, but the trip was free with my miles. So it's kind <laughs> of like self-fulfilling. Uh, it's a hilarious yeah, reason cool. to take a trip. Uh, okay, so that's why, because you needed to take like fly long distance. But then why did you choose Puerto Vallarta as your destination over any other place well particularly because um of all the travel restrictions in uh, during the pandemic i just got on the delta website and was like where can you even travel from the u.s because my flight was to the u.s and there were like five countries in mexico is one and i said well heck i'm gonna go to puerto Vallarta because i've been there i love it well you were originally we're gonna go to hawaii right but it was just too complicated yeah they required the, booster shots yeah. and i wasn't sure if i was gonna have my booster in time so it just it got complicated and then knowing that jet lived there and i thought no that would be it would it would be awesome just to go and hang out um and that was that and i mean we should so let's give a little bit more background about jet himself because jet in puerto Vallarta is sort of a well wait <laughs> before we get into that i want to know because we also had chris diamond uh last week on our on our podcast who talked about his club industry, industry <laughs> that he has at puerto Vallarta, right and yeah and he's the the um what is he, the He's one executive of the owner, producer of, yeah, the, of uh, White, White Party, Party and one of the owners of Industry. So we were just talking last week. So I wanted to know, did you go party at Industry all weekend? Yes, I did party, not at Industry. <laughs> I didn't make it to Industry. And I, I was actually going to meet up uh, with Chris for a drink, but he had left the day before. So I didn't get to meet him in person. Okay, so missed out on the Industry. Well, where did you party then? Uh, we'll talk about that with Jeff. Once okay. he gets on, he'll, he'll remind me all the names. <laughs> okay, so um, so you had a good trip? Yeah, it was awesome. All right, so let's uh, get Jet's perspective then on Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, Jet, if you want to go ahead and unmute, uh, we will officially welcome you to the show. It is the microphone icon. I think it's the phone icon in the bottom bottom right hand corner. Can he unmute? Or maybe it's, a, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's a microphone. Oh, maybe, oh, we can unmute you. I can unmute you. Oh no, technical difficulties. <laughs> <clears throat> there, there we go. Yeah, I was uh, I was muted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we wanted you to mute until yeah. just now. <laughs> Welcome, Jet. Thank okay, you okay. Us. Well, I'm here. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Do you? Do, yeah, thanks for is, having. Is it a good enough title, serial entrepreneur? <laughs> serial entrepreneur, yeah, or gay cartel, whatever works. Yeah, <laughs> gay cartel. Yeah, all of the above. Yes, because you know, <laughs> I, I have. I was tagging you on Instagram and I tagged your personal Instagram and then Jet's private tours and then Jet's gay youth hostel. And I'm like, how many Instagrams and businesses does this man have? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been going crazy. Every I've been here six years and every year I add like a new layer, uh, a new business to the mix. And it's just, it's been fun. Well, great. So start off by just telling us about yourself and, <clears throat> and what you do exactly. So I, uh, so I came to Puerto Vallarta six years ago and, uh, you know, as you guys know me and more, I think about 10 years ago before I was just like a backpacker traveling the world, trying to do my traveler influence lifestyle that just never went anywhere. Um, so then I landed in, I, yeah, I landed in Puerto Vallarta and I was like, you know what? I was actually on my way back to Spain. 
uh, in Valencia where I was living. And I was like, let me just go to Puerto Vallarta and just see what's going on. I just went to snorkel. Uh, Bernie Sanders had just lost a nomination. And I was like, you know what? I just need to get out of the U.S. because I was there for a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I came here and somebody gave me a job as a tour guide. And then I was like getting paid to take people to the waterfalls and like get drunk on ATVs, eating seafood, <laughs> beaches. And then I got tipped at the end and I was like, oh my God, I think this is like my calling. <laughs> and, <laughs> getting drunk um, so, on ATVs in the jungle was your calling? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I think this works out really well for me. And, it sounds uh, the, terrible. <laughs> yeah. The rent was super cheap. And, you know, back then, six years ago, it wasn't really, it was like a gay retirement place. So I even asked myself, like, why would I, I mean, should I stay here? Should I? I was like wondering, but cause I, you know, I'm not like gay, old and retired. Um, and I'm like young. And so I still have, still have some energy in me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, but the, at the same time, they started building all these condos. Um, I, I was really a good tour guide. People would ask me like, what should I do? What, what should they do on their days off? I said, oh, you should take a boat to Yalapa. It's a great place. And then eventually people would just be like, do you want to take us there? And that's how I became a boat tour guide. Um, and then the buildings were going up. Lots of new businesses were coming into town, younger people, industry, a lot of more gay clubs. It went from maybe 10 gay clubs to now we have like 35 gay clubs about. Wow. Um, and then that kind of all ushered in the opportunity. Like I opened up a gay hostel and I did, I, I started a new beach here. Then I uh, I started a Facebook group for the gay community to unite everybody. Now we have 25,000 members. Uh, and then I started a tour agency. Uh, I have Jets Pass. I discounts around town. Um, so it's <laughs> Could you list incredible. off your, your, your exact companies for me, please? <laughs> I know you. So you have Jets yeah, Private yeah, Boat sure. Tours is the one I'm most familiar oh. with. And Jets Gay Youth Hostel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, yeah. So I'll go in order. Jets Private Boat Tours. Those okay. private charters. Uh, for everybody then we uh then i started jets gay youth hostel for backpackers gay under 35 about and then we have um jet and then we have jets naked beach tours which is the nude beach that we launched and then we and then i had the puerto Vallarta gays everything gay you need or want to know which may be more annoying to you <laughs> uh, with that long ass <laughs> name that's the, fa- that's the facebook group puerto Vallarta gays everything gay you need or want to know i couldn't fit it in a domain <laughs> and uh and and then we did uh the jets top tours and that's strictly like we have really good insider pricing here so zip lining horseback paddleboard we have really good prices and we connect our customers to that and then we and then i launched jetspass.com which gives you a wristband at all these places like all the businesses and the mixers and the events that we have it gives you discounts around like the sauna the clubs botox massages clothing. Oh, cool lipo like everything uh, why didn't i get botox while i was there you didn't give me a jets uh, pass <laughs> i told you I, I told you in a couple of years we should chat <laughs> yeah, yeah no you did actually we no, you, about, you I, gotta do we it now the now's the time <laughs> i told you you get discounts on it uh <laughs> that's true i think i think you even gave me an example of botox <laughs> listen yeah, i want to go exactly. back to you i want to go back did you say that you started a nude beach uh, yes, I started in a new beach um, here. It's, um, you can, you can just start a nude beach, can you? I mean, how do you, do you just proclaim this beach as nude? How do you, how do you start a nude beach? Um, so the way this happened, um, I met a guy who, there's a really amazing beach in Mexico called Zipolite. It's the only official nude beach in Mexico. 
And uh, there's families, gays, a really amazing place that you could just like be naked and all that. So I had a friend who was like, hey, why don't we start like naked tours here in Puerto Vallarta? And I was like, sure, why not? You know, like I, I come from Austin, we have Hippie Hollow. Uh, I know Europe is like pretty open to it. So mm-hmm. I was like, why not? So we started doing it and um, we just got pretty popular. And I guess with the community leading that I do with the Facebook group, the other businesses, I kind of like was like nobody was telling me no. <laughs> so um, I we just started we we went from boat tours to changing it to beach tours, which I think now we're going to update it to beach party. That's kind of what it is. Okay. Um, and so the new beach claimed, existed. Yeah, the beach. Well, the beaches are there, but we change the beaches all the time to like keep it interesting. So okay. we create the new we create the new beach every weekend, and uh, and yeah, like forty. Oh, it's like guys gorilla, gorilla new, new beach. beach. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That's oh, great. Is there? No, no, that's what you're doing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's what we do, and we have volley, volleyball. We have like mud therapy. Of course, there's like orgies. There's a dark cave. They're snorkeling. A little um, bit of every, food, and probably drinks, Botox, like, right? <laughs> and uh, coming soon, Botox. Bye and all. coming soon, <laughs> Botox on this side. Well, I want to I want to wind back the <laughs> clock by like 10 years to the day we met. Do you remember the story of how we actually got connected and met? I, I'd love to share it. Yeah, of course. I, well, I literally just, I tech, he's the one that I shared the link with, with Dustin Harris. Uh, Dustin, I met him in Austin when I was like little drunk little college kid and uh and what and he he of course he followed me in my adventures around the world and um i was in lisbon uh dating a guy from a a brazilian very cute brazilian guy and he was like come to lisbon visit me and i was there with him and then he said and then dustin at the time was like do you know two bad tourists they're in lisbon go say hi to them and i was like who are you know i I didn't know of you guys (laughs) but then i I went to your Facebook and I was like, oh my God, these guys are super cute. And I told Dustin, I was like, no way these guys are going to like meet up. Oh my God. And and then I was like, these guys are just like, hi. And they're like, travel the world. Like basically everything I always wanted to do was, but not doing just, I was doing it, but not getting paid for it. (laughs) And and then, uh, and literally I was like, okay, sure. So then I like sent, I posted on one of your pictures, like, Hey, let's meet up. And I think Austin, was like, sure, where are you? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we're, just, we're, just, we're just gonna meet up right now. And I think within hours or so, because yeah. it was gay pride of Lisbon. Yeah, yeah. And then so, that's whenever, I think within hours we were, we met up and then we were having shots and, and that's, that and was, then Dust, yeah, and Dustin is your huge fan. That is <laughs> hilarious. So basically your good friend was a follower, one of the like early followers, because 10 years ago, we hardly had any followers. Um, so that's so funny. He introduced you to us, then we met, and then the rest is history. Well, We've this, been were, friends ever since. Were we doing My Gay Pride at that time? Yeah. That yeah. was when we were doing this campaign to do like, uh, to go to, what was My Gay Pride? <laughs> we were just getting, we we were just getting sloppy drunk. We were just like traveling and going to Pride. <laughs> posting stuff. on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I don't think Instagram even existed by then. Well, I don't think so. Pre Instagram. Oh my God. Twitter and Facebook. You know what? If the only thing we got out of My Gay Pride is our great friendship with Jet, here we are 10 years later and we're still hanging out. I'm going to Barta Yeah. You've been to Madrid. You were actually here in Madrid staying with us uh, in October. And and before that. And before that, yeah, Yeah. several times. Mm -hmm. It's um, just thank you to Dustin for making the connection. 
Yeah, it's great to have, yeah, you know, international friends when, you know, we're in your neck of the woods or you're in ours to, to cross paths. Um, so going back to to your multiple businesses that you've got in, in Mexico, um, I want to ask you, what are some of the challenges uh, that you face starting a business in Puerto Vallarta, especially uh, being, you know, American and then now an expat? You know, I don't, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like it, this whole experience, the business experience has been such an easy process for me. Mm. Uh, I wish I had this like drama of like, oh my God, this like crazy thing. But honestly, it's just, it, everything's been so organic and natural with this community itself is so supportive of my crazy ideas of entrepreneurship in general. And um, it's, it's a wonderful community to like grow up in and like, and I think my hand that what helped me initially is that my ex-boyfriend, my first boyfriend ever lives here with his husband and he ran, he runs a um, um, gay guide, Puerto Vallarta, it's a magazine here. And he connected mm -hmm. me with my first tour guide job. He connected me with all the owners of Vallarta, like the business owners. So once I got to meet them and, and I was like, Oh, I'm a tour guide. And I mean, they would just send me business and, I got to, and then from there I made my own connections and from there I started my own, but it, it was crazy. Like my first ad in the magazine, um, I didn't even have my number on it or contact. And my, the guys were like, Hey, do you want to put your contact information on here? And uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, yes. I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that's what an ad is for, you know? And, uh, so I had really good, I had really good mentors here in Vallarta and um, I, I owe it all to them and I was, I'm very grateful to them. And that's kind of why I started the group because uh, I saw the importance of of a community helping me out, like these old queens here in Vallarta, like really helping me out. <laughs> uh, these are very established people that come from the U.S., like White Party, like you mentioned with Jeffrey Finker. Um, mm -hmm, he was yeah. a mentor of mine. Um, Mike Michael Doman, he he was the uh, the president of the Pride in in Dallas, which you know, like Dallas Pride is really huge. So we, I'd really like solid people here that were retiring here. That were giving me like pointers and and whenever i did come across an obstacle or something i reached out to them they would guide me and thanks to the support of the community i really have been able like it's been a very easy process for me and uh, very supportive so i i really just thank them and, and i encourage other people to come and, and start their own journey here well speaking of obstacles let's talk about the pandemic because that's probably like the biggest obstacle to tourism in like the past you know what couple decades how how have you kind of managed through the the past couple of years um, with your business and Puerto Vallarta in general uh, well another a crazy story with that like the only country open to the world in during the pandemic was Mexico yeah which is why I went like, this it was <laughs> Yeah, like we really got so lucky. Uh, you know, I told my team and of course, when the first three months when the whole world was shut down, like nothing looked optimistic at that point. Uh, we had, nobody knew about their futures, you know, especially Mexico, like we have zero social safety nets here where in the US people, are, you know, the government just hands out prints out money. And uh, here we, we didn't really have that. So we really had to um, be strong, work together. Um, uh, but Influenza, you know, pig flu that hit uh, Mexico, I think a decade before um, this pandemic, uh, Mexico survived. They also had to go through shutdowns in Mexico. So they had already been like pre, like they had had to deal with it before. 
So whenever I was here and I had to deal with it, I was really worried, but the whole community was like, kind of like shrugging it off. Like, uh, you know, we've done this before. So I'm like, oh, okay. So nobody's freaking out. Just me. And, um, you know, it was really, it was was very interesting to like have this perspective because in the, in America, I know all my American friends are like getting hands out handouts from the government. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like Mm -hmm. really in crisis mode. But here in Mexico, they're like, oh, you know, we did this 10 years ago. They just kind of felt like it was another one of those. So um, so we, you know, we relied on family, on friends. The community got together. We raised money. You know, the Facebook group was very vital for that. Uh, you know, there's people, of course, that didn't have wages. There's family that didn't have wages. So we really banded together as we do when there's hurricanes, whenever there's natural disasters. Uh, we got together and we really did support each other for the three months. Um, and then luckily, after those three months, Mexico was one of the only countries that was open for tourism. Um, and since we, I specific, at that time, I only worked, I only did the boat tours and that was my main income. So, and my main operation. So we were outdoors, open air. So we were easily given the pass to operate. So after three months, we were back on our feet. Um, people, we had a lot of tourism. I think that we had wow. so much, we had tons of tourism in those, in the past couple of years that people were really, you know, exposed to Vallarta for the first time. So now, the real estate industry is booming here. Um, everything's booming because people really got to know Vallarta and it's an incredible community that was kind of under the radar for for forever. And now it's really like coming out and the uh, town is booming. So we really got saved and uh, we, you know, we have gay customers, we have uh, people who have a, a disposable income, they want to travel, Americans. Now we have a lot of tons of one-way flights, which we didn't have uh, one, um, Sorry, nonstop flights that we didn't have before. So we got very lucky. And I tell my team, you know, whenever we have these like mini shutdowns that we're resilient, we've done this before, we're good. We just stick together and support each other. And uh, we work when we can. And that's what well, we've been doing. Well said. And uh, if somebody has never been to Puerto Vallarta, why, why would you say someone should go to visit Puerto Vallarta? And especially maybe someone from the LGBT community. Oh, I mean, it's, it's uh, gay, gay Hollywood over here. It's just, it's <laughs> like, I mean, there's so many gays. I mean, I'm, I'm living across like a, a strip club, all male strip club. Um, there's uh there's gay hairstylists, there's gay restaurants, there's a gay beach, there's a nude beach, there's gay everything. I mean, uh, there's a trans community, there's an expat community. It's so, it's walkable. It's beautiful. There's palm trees, there's whales adventure there's saunas i mean i don't know every it's our little gay disneyland actually over here it's really nice <laughs> yeah we have time. a we have a travel guide to puerto Vallarta on our website on too bad tourists and i mean there's probably at least at least probably 10 different gay hotels and you just have like 30 plus different bars and clubs you've got a few strip clubs you've got a couple of saunas there's the the mantamar beach club which is like the big gay beach club right on the the beach which we were there on saturday right i think we were hanging out at the pool yeah. on the beach and having way too many drinks. Um, I was <laughs> yeah, definitely they, a bit hungover they, the next day. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think uh, White Party, Jeffrey Sanker, Chris Diamond, all mm-hmm. them—they brought down the circuit uh, scene with um, you know circuit parties. So we had that uh, Bear Dice and Beef Dip. That's a huge thing that happens once a year, and they actually have several more events where like the bear community is coming in very frequently now. Um, so before it was a very retirement, like Palm Springs town, but now it's all ages, all ethnicities, different countries year round. So it's very, and very safe. 
it's uh, also one of the safest cities in Mexico. So we're very lucky to be able to walk around day and night and uh, feel very safe with our friends. Of course, you take the normal precautions that you do anywhere else, but mm -hmm. it's a very safe city. Right. And one of the things that I love about Puerto Vallarta is it's just beautiful. I mean, it's gorgeous. Not only just the water and the beaches, but the the city itself is set like on the side of like a, a, a mountain range. And it's just it's beautiful um, on top of all those other things. Is that where we went parasailing? Nope, that's uh, I think that was in Cabo. <laughs> Close, but 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 not quite. I think we just went yeah, drinking so, in Puerto Vallarta. That's, that's, why I don't that's remember. where we went. Well, drinking. I also remember shots on the beach somewhere. Yeah, so it must it. have been there. Um, yeah. Jet, what uh, future plans do you have for your various travel companies? Oh God, um, I do not know. I'm just besides uh, just Jet's gave a talk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I, I've been, I'm very happy where I'm at now. And instead of just adding another layer of stress to my life, I've been just uh, really focusing on quality community. I'm going, I'm, I'm doing more like community events, more uh, just like being more, more of a community leader as I've been kind of been very fortunate to be put into the spot for. So just kind of helping the community networking, um, taking some more time off and, and there's more to come. You know, there's a show in the works, so I, I can't give too much uh, details about it. But uh, there's some cool projects on the horizon for Vallarta and the gay community here. We look forward to them. What would you say in these six years in Puerto Vallarta that you've been working in the tourism industry? Like, what what's like the most important lesson you've learned, if if you can think of one? The most important lesson I think would be um, support each other. Uh, this has not been, I think without the support, it would have been impossible. Uh, I was, a, I wanted to be a traveler uh, influencer forever, but I just never reached out to the community for support. And here has been, they've been so supportive. I just had to ask. And yeah, just like, don't forget to ask for help because people are more than, more than uh, eager than to help others. So just don't forget to ask for help and look for your mentors. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of, you know, your success you got from the support of the people around you and, and from mentors. And, and I love that you recognize that and appreciate that, you know, that you can, you know, throw out the thank you to them, because I think it is important. And you've mentioned a lot about the community and, and being involved in the community, which is also great. It's good advice. Yeah. And I feel like you and you and I have had a lot of um, just like really interesting business conversations. When you were last here in Madrid, you had recommended uh, a book for me to read. And I thought it was something about uh, like well, yeah, it was like it was called wealth planning. And yeah, so it's about like tax law and business and stuff like that. And it sounds super yeah. boring. Um, but I, well, I, I was talking about the most boring for David. Listen, I did not read the book, but I did download the audio book on Audible, and I listened to all nine hours of it, and I learned so many different things that I we actually made like a lot of changes within Two Bad Tourists in our business that have been really beneficial. So that was um, a huge thanks to you for for recommending that. Of course. Oh, and congrats on your LLC, David. Uh, that, yeah, thanks. That is definitely uh, a lot of uh, Austin's yeah. doing. So he helped me exactly like you're saying. I couldn't have done it without that support. Yeah, and it was funny because I remember that dinner conversation. We we're like talking. Your eyes were glazing over. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, when you guys started talking then, about business, I'm and you're like, like, "That's you guys. I'm never gonna yeah. have a business." And then I talked to Austin literally a couple days ago. He's like, "Oh, David has an LLC." I'm yeah, like, I was like, David, like doing his like. <laughs> 
prepaying his taxes, doing his QuickBooks account. I still need someone to hold my hand to do to do all the. Bu- I don't like the business side. Of, you know, tell me what trip to plan and what article to write and yeah. photographs well, and, to edit. Yeah. But... In fact, David, actually, you you technically have two businesses: one in Spain, kind of as a self-employed, and then one in the U.S. And Jet, do you do you do the same, or you kind of have two: one in the U.S. and one in Mexico, or is it separate? Is yeah. it just one? Yeah. Okay. I, I like how you're like telling David because he doesn't know. You're like, you I know that. <laughs> I know that much. But, I mean, it's just that oh, I'm okay. registered as a freelancer in Spain. Uh, I'm yeah. terrified. And on the way over here to do this podcast, I was thinking, oh God, April's coming and I'm going to have to do taxes and I'm already dreading it. It's going to be so difficult. Uh, yeah, you just need a little, you know, a little tutorial. But yeah, and nobody, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I'm paying people to do it as well. Like, I, I don't want to do it. It's just too complicated. But as long as I know the foundations, it's interesting for me. But I do have an LLC in US and a business here in Mexico, and they work together. So, so similar situation. Jet, what's yeah. uh, the your favorite thing about what you do? My favorite thing is the creative part. I like to just have crazy ideas and it seems to stick. I love being creative. So how does that manifest exactly? Um, I, I'm like, I like, I'll just be like, wouldn't it be awesome to have like these hot guys, like pour whipped cream on me and like everybody, everybody lick it off and everybody's like, yeah. about your sex dreams. <laughs> no, can we, um, <laughs> can I, we, and we can edit this out later if we need to, but I just want to say two words, foreskin shots. <laughs> That's three words. Foreskin shot. Foreskin's one word. Can, oh, no. can you tell oh, us yeah, about foreskin shots? Um, yeah, I can. It's got very popular here in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, before I came here, I also was like, foreskin shots? Like, that's insane. And then now here we are six years later, and we're like professionals at it. <laughs> oh, so that's, um, I thought that was like, like a one-off it's crazy like a boat tour situation all i can say is well, when i was on your boat tour back in 2019 with my friends there there were some foreskin shots being given out <laughs> given out yeah i mean what i'm curious david what could you imagine with a foreskin shot do you know have you have i told you about it or? yeah i mean i i heard the story but i didn't realize it was a regular <laughs> yeah offering well we, we've got we've gotten more creative actually this past time there's a guy who has a really nice package and he 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 has like a waterfall foreskin shot, so you let it basically have it drip from his six pack down to a shaft, and and waterfalls onto your mouth, and it's the most blue ball causing shot I ever had in my life. This is going to be our most popular episode by far, just for that description. <laughs> we need to make a highlight of that, an audio clip highlight. Yeah. Jed, if you weren't uh, working in your, your field, in your industry, if you weren't working in travel, what do you think you would be doing? Oh, God. Um, uh, retired, hopefully. <laughs> <Would like retirement. laughs> retired and taking four shots retirement. on the beach in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before that, I was a taquero. I was like serving tacos. Before that, I was a graphic designer. Before that, I was like teaching English online. So I was just doing so many random stuff. So I don't know. I've always wanted to work in community stuff. So it's kind of cool that I don't know somewhere in community maybe or with the sugar mm-hmm. daddy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. What is it like Jet, being a? What's it like being a Mexican American living in Mexico? Because you came to Mexico like. You, you grew or spoke Spanish growing up, but what's it like just kind of culturally? What's your experience? 
Um, I think it's very empowering for me personally, uh, because I was in, when I was in the U.S. in Texas, you know, I was called like a wetback growing up, and that was very common, like the racism that I had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then when I come to Mexico, I had to deal with kind of like reverse racism. They call me pocho here, which is a, a term for somebody, an American who doesn't speak that perfect uh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to deal with it on both ends. And then at one point I said, you know what? I'm going to embrace my accent. I'm going to embrace mm-hmm. who I am. I'm going to embrace the fact that I'm here from America and I'm here to like show people that, you know what? You don't have to be the the Americans here are not going to are not the ones that are going to run the show. Like Mexicans have to do it. So I've been very happy that I've been like taking my the power with me and like representing a Mexican person in Vallarta amongst the community leaders. And it's just been very empowering. I mean, I, I know it's not the uh, common story for everyone, but I have given the example and other people are following and being part of it. So I, for me, it's been empowering. I, I, I love mm-hmm. that. And I think it's really important to, uh, like you said, embrace the accent too. I think that's kind of really hard uh, to do and especially you know being mexican-american and then if your spanish isn't perfect uh but then once you just kind of let that go and take the pressure off yourself to have a perfect accent you can just you know embrace who you are and that's just part of it yeah yeah uh, i hear i i tell people i'm like do you know selena from texas beady, beady, yeah. Bum, bum. yeah i'm like uh i'm, I'm like her <laughs> and that usually breaks the eyes we're basically, the same. The eyes. We're basically, we're basically <laughs> the same person and that breaks the ice and they're like and then they're like they forgive my accent they're like okay whatever <laughs> uh jet what has surprised you about living in mexico what surprised me um i guess how safe it is uh i come from a border town area with and my, all my family was like don't go to Mexico, you'll get kidnapped, you'll get killed and stuff like that, you know, like very <laughs> typical like yes. fears. Um, and when I got here, I was like, oh my God, it's not only is it safe, but it's so gay and, and welcoming. So that was, you know, six years later, it's normal for me. But yeah, when I first got here, I was surprised that I was like, oh, and, it, and the cost of living is so cheap, of course. So all those things really uh, helped me stay here. And I, that's why I didn't go to, back to Spain so fast. Good reasons. So speaking of Spain and, and visiting other places, where is the most recent place you visited uh, since, besides Madrid, obviously? Uh, before that, I, I did a trip with uh, my boyfriend, Alvaro, up and down Italy, which is super romantic. And we got our like train ride across Italy. Um, and and I, before that, I was in Romania, Hungary, and Istanbul. And uh, I had a really cold time there. Do you know how many countries you visited, uh, or could you guess, like off the top of your head? You've yeah, done a lot. Uh, I, yeah, I've been to. I think the last time I counted was like, uh, like forty-seven. That's huge. That's great. Yeah, that's a lot. And uh, Jet, is you there guys, any? I'm curious. I think we're around fifty. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I haven't counted in a long time, but it's probably around fifty, something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought more. Um, Jet, is there any question that uh, we didn't ask you that you wanted to share? Anything else that we need to ask? Do you, do you want to include your phone number on this ad? We've already talked about <laughs> foreskin. And... Well, um, why, why don't I ask no. you this? Where, where can people uh-huh. find out more information about all your cool businesses in Puerto Vallarta? Well, in my bio, it, uh, for the ones chiming in, I left my link tree. So, like I mentioned, all these crazy. Yeah, all these in my bio. So, there's all the links needed. And uh, pick your favorite and uh, message us. 
<laughs> Jets or, naked Botox gay tours. Yeah, for skin, but you can, you can find me as uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram as Jet de la Isla and uh, as well as Facebook. Okay, and our last question: Where are you traveling to next? Next, oh my god, I really want to go to Thailand with my boyfriend. Uh, that's gonna be, it, you know, there's all these uh, rumors about how open it is, and they have these little cities that are, or the cities that are partially open. But I would love to go back to Asia. I haven't been there in years, so it would be really nice to go there. Do you think that that is um, a realistic trip for this year, or maybe next year? When do you think that would happen? Oh God, with COVID, it's really hard to say, right? Like, yeah, because everything everything changes. So uh, I haven't bought tickets yet, but I'm being optimistic. I'm gonna say it's gonna happen. Uh, Thailand. I, I hope so. If anyone can make it happen, too. <laughs> okay, Jet, thank yeah. you so much for, for joining us. Um, we're going to wrap it up uh, here. You can stay on the line if you want and, and listen, or if you need to go do things, you're a busy man, no problem. But thank you so much for joining us, and we look thank forward you to having yeah. you back in Madrid. Please come visit us thank ASAP. You. And thank you for having me in Puerto Vallarta. We had such a good time. We didn't actually talk that much about our trip, but oh, it was yeah. a great time. <laughs> it was so, a great thanks. time. Always, always a good time. Nice to talk to you guys again. Yes, okay. it is. Okay, we're going to put you on mute. Thank so you, So, guys, uh, Bye. If you, Bye. If you like our show here, Queer Travel Chat, please be sure to subscribe to it on Colin. And give the episode a like with the heart icon once it's published. And don't forget, you can always follow us on social media. We're always Too Bad Tourists on every channel. And we actually do have an Instagram now, not just the Facebook and the Twitter. We've been doing it for a while. So, David, tell us a little bit about what is up next week. Next week, we will have our first ever two-part episode on Colombia because there's just so much to talk about. Um, So our topic is, is uh, is Colombia South America's most gay-friendly country? And we were very lucky to have two guests uh, lined up who are well-versed in Colombian business and tourism, and we're excited to get their different perspectives on the country. So first, next week, we will have Felipe Cardenas Gonzalez, who is the CEO of, Col- of the Colombian LGBT Plus Chamber of Commerce, and he's also the IGLTA board chair, and he'll talk to us about LGBT, <laughs> if I can get all these words out, he'll talk to us about LGBT Plus welcoming businesses in the country and what cities uh, gay travelers shouldn't miss. And then in two weeks, we'll have Sam Castaneda Holdren, the CEO and founder of Out in Colombia. And he'll talk to us about the tourism side of the country. He'll also talk to us about his tourism company and share some of his experiences and expertise in travel. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So thanks, everyone, especially you live listeners today, especially I see you, Brendan. I know you're calling in every week just about. So just a shout out to you and everyone else and anyone listening to this episode after the fact. So we will catch you next week when we talk about Colombia. we'll be back on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, our normal, because you are in town now. That's correct. We'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks, guys. See you you next week. Bye.